This is a HeadGum Podcast. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Hey, Tig. Hey. Hi, girl. <laughs> no, you can't get away with that. I already did it. Okay, so today, what do we cover mm-hmm. today in this podcast? Well, we do poop comes up. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I'm, I apologize ahead You're of time. You're responsible. So you know it's got to be in a classy way if I'm bringing it up. Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-hmm. But we talk about... That's all we talk about. That's it. <laughs> oh, no. That's all we had time to get to was Cheryl's poop reference. So should we get into it? Yes. Uh, ladies and jerks, welcome to <laughs> the Barkley Marathons, the race that eats its young. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling I am the first ever podcast, and Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Tig, hey. Hey, Cheryl, hey. Where are you? Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, my God. Is it freezing? Wee, wee. Um, actually, <laughs> like no. That, I that, think that's it's a braggadocious alert. Wee, yeah, wee. I think it's like 67 degrees. Oh, I really love pleasant. Madison. Have you been here? No. Yeah, it's a really cute, cool, active kind of, you know. Fun it's, spot. Yeah progressive you know if you're into being progressive and active oh, and cool oh i am oh, too oh, i am so cool oh yes oh my. so yeah i can only hope that the show tonight will be active and progressive and cool yeah it mm-hmm. will be oh it will be even though a 50 year old lesbian is low-key <laughs> lesbian is headlining <laughs> is that how you bill yourself Low yeah. key lesbian. You know, oddly, I don't have to, and yet that's still what is said about me. <laughs> Even without me announcing that I'm a low, a low key, key lesbian, fifty year old lesbian, people catch people on. People know. Mm-hmm. Well, are you ready to jump into, run into this? No, that's so, oh, that's boy. not good. Is no, going to be a bunch of running jokes. Running jokes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
I'm going to tell everybody what we're talking about today. Okay. Today we're talking about the Barkley Marathons, mm-hmm. the race that eats its young. Mm. It's a 2014 documentary directed by Annika Iltis and Timothy James Kane. The film profiles a Tennessee endurance race with a cult-like following that has witnessed only 10 finishers in its 25-year history. <laughs> the Barkley Marathons is available available to watch on YouTube. Had you ever heard of this? No, but you had seen it before. No. Oh, I thought you said you had We don't seen listen it. to each other. <laughs> no. I had said, when we were talking the other day, I said I had already watched it. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, it, yeah. I see. It wasn't something that you watched like t- 10 years ago. Especially since it wasn't out 10 years ago. <laughs> but seven right. years ago. Okay. Yeah, I, I hadn't watched it, no. Yeah. I think it's fair to say this is one of our lighter, lighthearted yeah. fairs. Yes. So this is about a race that a yeah. guy named Lazarus, Lazarus? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Lake, the co-founder, along with Raw Dog, of the Barkley Marathons held at Frozen Head State Park in Tennessee, and he's a beloved character and one of the first ultra marathoners. Can we just talk about Raw Dog for one second? <laughs> because of course. When you hear that term, does something come to mind? Oh, no. What? Oh, no. Is it just me? Is it because you're a lesbian and you're not? Okay. Thomas, does something come to mind? You could just shake no, your Let's yes. leave Thomas out of no, it. No, because he, because when I think of, when I hear raw dog. Okay. <laughs> I think of, isn't that what guys say if they're going to have sex without a condom, they're going to raw dog it? But see, why would you, why would this be in your wheelhouse? But I, I guess the question is, have you? Is that what you think of? Is that what you think of when you hear raw dog? No. Who are you hanging out with <laughs> that they're saying, hey, Cheryl, I'm probably going to be raw dogging it tonight? I don't know. Who? I don't know, but it is. A, Thomas, isn't that an expression? Let's leave Thomas out no, of this. No, I'm curious. Let's because let him be uh, the respectable <laughs> man that he is let's not throw it to thomas and say i don't know if it's being around you know i'm around a lot of college age and they're turning to you and saying (laughs) i raw dogged it (laughs) i'm sure i'm sure nobody has turned to me and said that but i feel confident that i've heard it that people have said it well i say let's stay on this topic a little longer (laughs) and try and figure out where when, how this term just gonna came into your life. It. We're going to raw dog. Well, okay. If someone says, let's First raw of all, dog I it. didn't really mean let's stay on this topic <laughs> and see. But go I ahead. Think, finish. Well, if somebody is using it as a verb, then mm-hmm. you know what they're talking about. Okay. An action word. Well, I will now. If somebody turns to this low-key 50-year-old <laughs> lesbian. lesbian comedian... And talks, talks about to me raw about dogging. raw dog in it. So anyway, there's a guy in this a documentary named Raw Dog. And okay. I'm just wondering, listen, doesn't matter what I'm wondering. So what happens is hundreds of runners apply to do this marathon from all over the world, mm-hmm. but only 40 are invited to compete. And the application to even run the race is a puzzle. It involves an exam. 
if you get to compete, you get sent a letter of condolences <laughs> because because this race is so crazy. Do you want to hear Laz? Gosh, I feel like we haven't thrown to a clip in a while. I know we really have. I was thinking about that. I when I always wonder, do our listeners care if they hear a clip? Oh no, no, no. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, come on. They don't care. They don't watch it. They don't. Do you think there is like a man sitting by a fireplace smoking a pipe <laughs> in a library and thinking, well, I wish there was a reference point. I um, wish I could maybe hear the they'll voice play of... a clip. Okay. Well, imagine in your mind, listeners, that Laz is uh, an older mountain man. He more so seems like an older man that crawled out of the mountains. <laughs> he. He has always been in the mountains and will yeah. never leave the mountains. Yeah. And maybe would make up a crazy race uh, like what we're about to talk about. Yeah. And what's mm-hmm. interesting, too, about Laz is he's a smoker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> because when you think of marathon runners, you think of, like, the most fit yeah. people that are concerned about everything going into their bodies. and Maybe has a little beer pouch. <laughs> So this is Laz explaining the course. Here we go. Okay. We do it twice clockwise, a daytime loop clockwise, a nighttime loop clockwise, and then a daytime loop counterclockwise and a nighttime loop counterclockwise. Finishing the fifth loop, we send them out in opposite directions. The first guy who leaves on the fifth loop can go either way he wants, clockwise or counterclockwise. But the next person has to go the opposite direction. Okay, when he's talking about a loop, I mean, each loop is as long as a marathon. Yeah. So each loop, they say, Laz and Raw Dog will tell you that it's 20 miles, but the people that are actually running it say, no, it is 26 miles, each loop. Mm-hmm. And they do five. Mm-hmm. Tig, is that insane? Yes. Yeah. Have you done a marathon? <laughs> I get winded going up the stairs and angry. I'm like, Ugh. Angry? Yeah, I don't have What I does that want- look like? <laughs> when I have to take a knee after going up the stairs to catch my breath, I'm like, oh, God. But yeah, I don't understand marathons. I don't understand why. I mean, I guess people do it to push themselves. To- mm-hmm. So you don't run at all? No. Mm-mm. But I mean, you exercise. My exercise. Do you do, you, do you do cardio at all? Uh, sometimes. You do mainly like you'll do yoga. I like yoga and Pilates. I like uh-huh. to lie down when I exercise. <laughs> yeah, I'm more of like a take a walk every day, mm. and then that's nice. There's a it's um, pleasant. It's pleasant. I don't. Yeah. I'm not a speed walker. I'm mm. a shuffler through the neighborhood mm. walker. Okay. Or if I'm on tour, I like to walk around, look at the city, and you're not trying to get your heart rate. Up. You don't care about your heart rate. I care about my heart. Okay. Um, my heart rate, but I guess I. I don't know. Um, but you know what? I I used to be a long distance cyclist. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, and I could cycle. My sweet spot was cycling uphill. 
for miles at a time just with the bike barely moving Going. The, but why did you like that that's what i don't get i'm, I'm I don't passing know. people in my car and i'm like oh that person looks like you know it's miserable. oddly meditative mm. to me like i get very focused and i think a lot mm-hmm. and stephanie noticed we just had at our office we turned one of the rooms into a home gym and we have like mm-hmm. a like a stairmaster thing. We got that and then I went on tour and I was asking her how it was going and she said, "Oh, great." She said, "I get on the stairmaster for like 10 minutes and then that like is intense and then I'll get on the uh tread treadmill." Treadmill. Yeah. Where you run? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And um I was like, "Oh, great." Oh. <laughs> and I said, "So the the stair thing is challenging." And she said, "Yeah." And then I came in town for a few days and I hadn't worked out in our, our gym. And then I I got on the Stairmaster and I did it for an hour. And she what? was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, I can't believe it. And I said, oh, it kind of reminds me of cycling uphill. Yeesh. I get very like focused focused on... and just I get caught in my thoughts and I'm, I'm good in that zone. So you like to challenge your body. And then the other thing I do yes. is I tread water. When I'm in the pool, I'll mm. tread water for an hour. I like to tread water. You'll do it for like an hour yeah, or something? Probably not an hour. Mm-mm. Yeah. We're but probably I, like seven minutes. Yeah. See, <laughs> I and Stephanie was just pointing that out to me. She was like, you actually are oddly good with endurance. Oh, endurance. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I think, you know, when you start thinking about your fear of you know being locked in a space Mm -hmm. I want you to focus on how strong you are and your endurance I'm not strong I can endure strong I but I'm not to be strong to endure something physical I you could take me in a sec you could like snap me (laughs) in two with you know I don't think I could take you if you and I had a wrestling match if you and I had a wrestling match you think I would win oh yeah Oh, do you, you want to wrestle? <laughs> okay, that's our next streaming show. Oh my, show. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. I <laughs> challenge you to a <laughs> wrestling match. I know for a fact I am not a strong person. You think I'm a strong person? I, I can tell you're more solid than I am. Wow. Yeah. I cannot wait for this wrestling match because this sounds like two people that are just like, Mm-mm, you go first. <laughs> I, Thomas, who do you think that Cheryl could snap me into? He's thinking. He's shake. He doesn't know. Come on, know. Thomas. You're not going to hurt my feelings. You you know I'm not a strong person. <laughs> I feel like I'm scrappy. Yeah, you scrappy. know, like that's what I am. I'm not like in great, solid, strong. Yeah, fit strength. Yeah, whatever the terminology is. <laughs> But I think I'm scrappy and I yeah. can like, it kind of reminds me of just getting through life. Like yeah. I don't. I'll like, just put my head down and I just fucking I can, do it. I can do it. I can do whatever Come I want on, to. Bring, let Cheryl Hines in. I'll wrestle her. <laughs> but I, I, th- I That's so threatening. <laughs> I would love. Uh, okay. Our listeners need to vote. Yes. Okay. We have to put on social media. Well, okay. Well, let me ask you this. Have okay. you, do you know how to leg wrestle? Yeah. Maybe we should do a leg wrestle. <laughs> and arm wrestle. 
Oh, arm wrestle. And tickling oh. each other no. like we talked no. about in tickle. That will never happen. <laughs> yes. I can I will yes. never I will punch you. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then I'll get Nobody wants oh to be gosh, tickled. Nobody be wants to be tickled. It is I would not funny, love to have a tickle fight cute. with you. No. Just I would because be I know so angry. it. Re- I know it strikes. It's Ooh. like you walking up steps. That's how angry you get. <laughs> Brought it full circle there. You really did. Okay, so after our haircutting live yes. show, and then our oh, porn sex. books. Yeah, porn books or sex live books? sex live sex live show. sex show. <laughs> Then we have a wrestling show. Oh my god, we have a lot of shows to do. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! What is our live sex show gonna be? Do I gonna can't be do? Gonna be what do? Is our, what is our live sex show gonna be? Well, so far it's just the Madonna. I know sex book. Well, we could raw dog it. <laughs> we can have we can have someone on to talk about raw dogging and to see if that's an actual okay well we have to take a break oh Cheryl. my god and then we will be back to talk about this, the barclay uh, marathon yeah <laughs> my god professional welder shana ford used vr training developed by forge fx to hone her skills as a welder the more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this, central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. And we are back. We're back. We are going to talk about this movie, like the it or Barclay not. Barkley marathons. Okay. Okay, but really on oh, social geez. media, yeah. We need people to vote who would win a wrestling match. <laughs> me or Cheryl? Yeah, people are going to vote for you because in the movies you play, you know. Oh, but that's deceiving. I Everybody know. asked if I, I worked know. out for that role. Right. No. <laughs> I'm I'm the same size in that role as I am sitting here in Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. Can you picture me pumping iron to get ready for a role? I feel like I could see it. God, maybe I don't know myself well. You don't know the image you're projecting. You project a very strong I think you have me all wrong. Everybody does. Everybody I has can, I'm strong in my will. Yeah. You know? I can tread water, and I can get through tough times. Okay. But I can't beat Cheryl Hines in wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) My friends that are listening, and it... Hey, friends, hey. Hey, and Dr. Becky Hines is like, 
she's talking out loud. Like, yes, you can, Tig. You can beat Cheryl with your pinky finger. Cheryl, you're strong. If you're doing yoga and Pilates, you could snap me in two. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Yes, we will. Buy your tickets now to <laughs> the haircut live show, the live, live sex, sex show, show and the or wrestling. the live wrestling match. Okay. I, maybe I can get my cousin. Mm. Oh, uh, the one that never calls you? He never responded. Thomas and I reached out in a million different ways. And he was like, Because uh-uh. we just watched Glow. Okay. So back to the Barkley Marathon. back to. <laughs> Let's get to the Let's Barkley get... Marathons. Yeah. So this guy, he drew out a map mm-hmm. around the hills of Tennessee. Yeah. Where they have this race every year called the Barkley Marathons. And... People write in and try to get invited to the marathon. And if you are accepted, it uh-huh. costs a dollar sixty. One dollar and sixty cents to enter. Now, where does that exact number come from? I don't know. Oh, because I think he needed a dollar sixty at the time that he started the race. And then at some point, he decided he needed um, white shirts. White shirts, white yeah. button-up shirts. So that was also you say button up, I say button down. I say white oh. button down shirts. I like to button it, button it up. No, you say button down, button button up. down because you're button down the collar. But maybe you're right. Maybe it's a button up. No, I say button, button down. You say button up. Oh, oh, button up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I. Button up. Does that sound weird? A white button down. A white button up. Yes. No, I say a white button down. A white shirt with buttons up and down the shirt. However you start buttoning it, either going down or going up. Yeah. I mean, do most people start buttoning their shirt at the top and top down? (sighs) Top up. (laughs) Anyway, so for a while he... Required that you bring a white button button down, down. shirt, a dollar mm. sixty, and a license plate from wherever you're uh-huh. coming Whatever from, state or country. Yeah, uh-huh. but then he had enough white shirts, and now when we were watching this, it was a flannel shirt because yeah. he needed flannel shirts, so yeah. people would come. Oh, one time it was socks because he needed socks. Sure, and people have told him, "Hey, Laz." You could require people to pay a lot of money to enter this race because now so many people are, are want to be a part of it. And he said, "No, I don't. I will never do that." Okay. <laughs> and you know what, Dick? He said, "No, I will never <laughs> he do said that." No. Also, there was somebody in the movie that talked about him and said he was a genius. That he looks like he's just like a right. guy living in the mountains, but he's a genius. Very smart. Yeah. I'm not saying he's not very smart, but I I did feel like one of those moments where somebody was throwing the word genius around. (laughs) A little too lightly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the guy well. You don't don't know him at all. No, I really don't. But I I didn't feel like, oh my God, this guy is a genius. I've got to watch. Genius. Thomas, did he strike you as a genius? (laughs) Thomas is shaking his head now. 
No. Thomas keeps looking at us like, why are you involving me? I am just <laughs> making sure this is recording. I'm not getting what I want from Cheryl, so I have to keep going to Thomas. <laughs> so, I mean, I think what's interesting about Laz and mm. Raw Dog is mm. that they've set this race up that it's so hard. It's like mm-hmm. running five marathons and the altitude yeah. is uh, intense. So it's like... And sticker bushes. And sticker bushes. And you don't even know what the path is. They don't give you a map. They give you a map and let you trace your own map and then give uh, it back. Yeah. So I guess it's All for $1.60. <laughs> and the worst 54 hours of your life. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, you have to do it. You have to finish it in what, what, how many hours did you have to do it in? Is it 54 or 56? Mm-hmm. Let's say 56. Let's say 55 since it's a happy medium between 54 no, because and 56. Look, no, because look, there's a note saying here that, um, Brett Moon, mom, <laughs> is back after finishing the race in 2011, hoping to beat flying Brian Robinson's record of 55 hours, 42 minutes, and 27 seconds. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm going to say 56. Anyway. Um, oh, it's 60. <laughs> Thomas just told us 60. They have to finish it in 60 hours. Did you watch the movie, Cheryl? I sure did. <laughs> I sure did. Here's the thing about this race. They don't know what time it really starts. Mm-hmm. There's a 12-hour mm-hmm. window. And mm-hmm. they're, they have to be on standby. And when they hear Laz blow the conch shell, mm. then they have one hour to get to the the start line. Can we hear your horn that you do? Uh-huh. No, that's my horn. <laughs> oh, the conch shell? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, that one, that, that one where... Oh, when I, was in, when I was in the race and it was like... Oh, I didn't know I was in an actual race and I was just wandering <laughs> and everybody was waiting for me to cross the finish line. And then when I did, there was an air horn. It was like, ha, 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 ha. I was like, oh, my God. They're like the last runner. And I was like, I'm the last. I didn't. I wasn't even in the <laughs> race. <laughs> it reminds me of you being on set with Larry David and just chatting. And then they're like, and, and cut. <laughs> You, you, you've oh been in a f- similar situation. Like, I didn't know. We had started. <laughs> and everybody's is... all, they're all packed up and they've been waiting for an hour for me to cross this finish line. And I've been and stopping chatting. and taking pictures with people. <laughs> <laughs> right when your foot crossed the line. Okay, runners, they so they have 60 hours to complete it. And the race officially Ugh. starts when Laz lights a cigarette. <laughs> People like, coming from all around the world to run in the, the bushes. World, in the sticker bushes. Each loop God. is a 12,000-foot climb for a grand total of 120 thousand feet in elevation change or the equivalent of climbing and descending mount everest twice each loop 
There are five loops. No, I, you don't need to yell at me. <laughs> I didn't plan this and I'd never do it. Would you sign I, up for it? Uh, I won't even we sign up We should do for it for our fourth streaming show. Oh. I was just watching those people out there thinking how many mosquitoes must be in those woods. Is that what you were thinking? No. I was how just thinking. How about their feet? Oh, feet. God. I had to look away. When they... <laughs> punctured that um uh-uh, blister. that ah! that blister i was like oh i truly had to look away because i don't think our feet were designed to run do berkeley marathons barkley you don't think <laughs> our lord and savior created, created feet? our feet for the barkley mm. mar- to run for 60 hours straight up and down mount everest no i don't in think pricker so. bu- prick 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 bushes Pricker bush? You can't Pricker say bush. it? Pricker okay, bush, please hold. <laughs> Pricker bush, please hold. I kept thinking about the um, scars they probably are creating on their legs. Oh, I know. No, I can't get over their feet because they have to run through water. They have to run under a prison, like a mm. little weird tunnel that's full of water. Mm-hmm. I can't. It just sounds awful. Like, I don't like my feet to be wet. <laughs> Nobody does. Like, I mean, I don't feet. mind it in the tub or in a shower. <laughs> well, or in I'm not the pool. wearing my shoes in the tub. Well, but, no, no. But you're right. If you're like, sometimes when I've been in like a skeevy hotel or motel, I'll wear my flip flops in the shower. Oh, that's a sad day. Yeah, but I mean, it could be worse. But it's kind of like prison. No, to from be- what I hear. In a, in a hotel? <laughs> I don't Prison know. It's just like being in a hotel. <laughs> yeah. Except you have to wear flip-flops. That's <laughs> just like That's prison. True. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe my idea of prison is a little... Mm-hmm. Um, okay, listen. Back to it. Most people don't finish this race. It's ridiculous. Yeah. The, some people do one loop. Mm-hmm. And they say, That's it. And they tap out. Yeah. And when they tap out, there's... A guy there that plays taps uh-huh. on the bugle. Yeah. Can you do that with your mouth? <laughs> you do it. <laughs> oh. You don't have a strong bugle game. No. <laughs> Let's hear yours. <laughs> oh, I just changed keys. <laughs> Let's start it again. Okay. <laughs> I think you're still in that other key. <laughs> you know what's really bad is me singing karaoke because I hear the music uh-huh. and I'm like, I can't wait to come in on the right key. Yeah. And it's nowhere. I'm n- I, I'm nowhere close to it. And then I have to sing the whole song like, just another manic Monday. Ooh. That just might not be your song, you know? I've tried a lot of them. These boots were made for walking. Still, here's that's the, not here's, a key. Here's mine. I haven't Your done go-to? it yet. Yeah. No, it's not even my go. Well, no, I've done it once, and it went pretty well. In okay. fact, a crowd of people gathered around me, <laughs> and it's Donnie D's on the back up, drug free. So put the crack up. Oh. No need for speed. I'm anti D R U G G I E. My body's healthy. My rhymes make me wealthy, and the wow. funky bunch helps me. How about that? that? You're doing Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch? The Funchy Bunk. The the Funchy Bunch? The Ron Funch? The Ron Funchess Bunk. The Ron Funchy Bunch. Mm -hmm. Um, I like that you rap. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, nobody sees that coming. Uh-uh. The 50-year-old white lesbian lady that raps Marky Mark. Marky Mark, or Mark. Mark. Did. No. Well, I did a movie with him, so. Oh, okay. So you I, didn't call him Marky Mark. No, but no. I told him on set once about how he had a movie on billboards all over town, and people were texting me saying, congrats on your new movie as a joke, because they felt like I looked like him. I think the movie was called The Gambler. <laughs> Let me look it up. I think that's what it was called. Was he um, flattered when you told him that? It was before I really knew him. Mm. And uh, he, it was an awkward moment. Yeah. People seem to be thrown when you tell them that you look like them. Yeah. Oh, The Gambler. Oh. <laughs> Can you see the resemblance? Yeah, because your hair is short like his. Um, uh, I like when you tell people that people say you look like them and they just have no response but yeah. quiet quiet and sad. Like quiet oh. a quiet moment by themselves. <laughs> okay, let's take a break and we <laughs> we'll be back God. to talk about nothing. Um nothing. Okay. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. And we are back. Here's the other thing that happens. Mm -hmm. So because this course, there's no path. And there are no markers. The only mm-hmm. thing that Laz has done is he has set books at different places along the path. And he'll give each runner a number. Mm-hmm. So let's say your number is 117. You have to find that book and rip out page 117 of that book. And then mm-hmm. when you finish one loop, you turn in your pages to Laz. Mm-hmm. So he knows that you didn't come up with some shortcut yeah i thought that was interesting maybe this is where people are like he's a genius well here's why i think people think might say he's a genius because oh (laughs) why were you holding back before i was so early on in the podcast okay because this race is so difficult Mm -hmm. and most people will never finish it but People have their own reasons for wanting to go, for wanting to finish the parts that they can finish. Mm -hmm. So for somebody to finish one loop, which is quite an accomplishment, is a big deal. And Mm -hmm. they they got to go all the way to Tennessee and the camaraderie of the other people. And they take care of each other. And even when somebody taps out, then they stay there and they watch the other people finish and they, you know, help them with their feet mm-hmm. when they come in this did it remind you of hands on a hard body that documentary that we did not really but i wondered if you were feeling emotional <laughs> uh <laughs> for some reason this did not make me I don't emotional. don't spill any beans <laughs> cheryl <laughs> oh my god so uh, there's there's one guy that named wooter Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he 
24 hours into the race, 63% of the runners have quit. Yeah. And only 25 runners remained. And Wouter was from Belgium. This guy was like strong, you know. He takes up 15 hours to complete a second loop. Uh-huh. And then in tears, he taps out because his feet give out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how they wouldn't. I don't know how they wouldn't either. And I'm telling you, if I had one tiny blister, I'd be like, play taps. I'm done. Let's call it. I think if I ran one mile, my insides would fall out of my body. <laughs> my back would snap. Your body would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it would truly, I wouldn't hold up in any way, shape, or form. Well, you know, I don't know if I told you this, but I climbed this big mountain in Bhutan. Braggadocious <laughs> work! And I thought, uh, I mean, I was angry. First of all, I didn't know I was going to be climbing. Climbing a mountain for, it took us, I think, eight hours to get to the top. And then we camped. For how long? Oh, one night and then climbed back down. And then stopped at the, what was it called? Dragon's Nest? No. Eagle's Nest? No, there was something. Some big fancy thing. (laughs) I'm really not. I'm not doing it justice. An eagle's nest sounds very fancy. Tiger's nest. Thank you, Thomas. It was the tiger's nest. Aren't people in Bhutan like the most kind? They are. That's what I've heard. And that it's so beautiful. Bhutan is very beautiful. The people there could not be nicer. And, you know, their number one export is happiness. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're not into technology they're Mm -hmm. really interested in the beauty of their country and Mm -hmm. the people and it's a really it's a bunch of sickos (laughs) a bunch of weirdos yeah (laughs) but the point is uh Mm -hmm. i really pushed myself physically on oh that was the point (laughs) so now in this race almost everybody's dropped out now there are only three people left Mm-hmm. And they don't know who's left anymore because they've, they're they all on their own and they're just sort of running around the woods. Sure. But the last loop, one goes clockwise and the other one goes counterclockwise. Mm-hmm. So they would cross each other. Okay. So that's the only way they know if anybody's still left in the race. Got it. And again, that might be because he's a genius. Yes, because he's a genius he knows that this race means a lot to people. And for everybody, it means something different. So for one person completing one loop, they call it a fun run if you complete three loops. <laughs> I was like, that's deceiving. A fun run. Three marathons. Back and to Mount back. And Everest a few times. How are people not skeletons when they return? I don't, yeah. Because they're also barely ingesting enough calories. Yeah. You know, you see somebody just shoveling in three bites of pudding and then they're off and running again. I know. Well, it's like hands on a hard body. Mm -hmm. They had to shovel it in on their breaks. Yeah. But hands on a hard body, now that I think about it, I mean, for anyone who missed it, that was a documentary about 
uh, car giveaway and people would keep their hands on a car and the person that kept their hand on the longest. But it was days of people mm-hmm. standing there with their hands on. And they no, I know. Little... I saw the documentary. Well, I know, but not everybody did. I mean, most oh, people Oh, if they're listening to this podcast, then they for sure <laughs> watch it because our listeners follow closely Every... any movie that we cover. Yes. But yeah, that was the thing about that one was the bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, how did they do it? Listen, let's not go they back They probably had time. diapers on. I would if I was doing hands-on Well, you on already do. <laughs> Why Why change a thing? Well, you know what's sad? I've never admitted this to anybody. Okay, why but not now share it with the snorkels? Well, I did a sketch at the Groundlings hmm. Theater, like a comedy sketch, and it involved adult diapers. Mm-hmm. And so I just, uh, I kept them in my car because I thought, one day I'm going to be stuck in a traffic jam, and these might come in handy. And did they? Well, I ended up Cheryl. taking the, you know, I had to turn my car in. <laughs> so my lease was up and I didn't want them to see. But you never stopped and put on a diaper? No, but I would. Wow, so that's the big confession. You had yeah. diapers in oh, your I trunk know. that you never used. I guess it would be better if I had used them. No, yeah. I have a friend who, <laughs> I don't know if we talked about this before. <laughs> let's, ha- let's have it. But she was stuck in traffic and she had to poop in uh little beach pail that she had in her car you're bringing up poop okay i know that's me go ahead she pooped in a beach pail (laughs) yeah because you know la traffic gets bad and if something's if something shuts down the freeway you're on that freeway for hours better travel with a beach pail how did she do that though she's in the driver's seat (laughs) but i mean how do you poop in a pail when you're driving, when you're sitting in traffic? Well, you're at, a, you're at a dead stop. I know. I mean, you could crawl in the back seat and make it a pleasant experience. <laughs> you have space and time. A, pl- a pleasant experience? <laughs> well, you have to like... Is that how you... Is that your preference? <laughs> I think that's what I would do. I wouldn't like... When you're unloading your bowels, <laughs> you like to get in the back seat of your car oh, with I a have- beach pail? <laughs> Good to know. I haven't had to do it, but that's, I think, what I would do. I wouldn't get involved with a steering wheel. And well, I stuff. wasn't sure if she sat on the pail in the driver's seat and then she, her head, I was picturing her head <laughs> being too high and then her neck bent over really far, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners. Listen, I'm sorry. And this time it was me and it's usually Tig. Well, whoever it is, someone needs to talk about it every week. Yeah. Okay, one thing that we should mention i guess Mm -hmm. one of the inspirations for this race if you will was because james earl ray who was Mm -hmm. known for assassinating martin luther king jr was in that prison Mm -hmm. and he had escaped and he was trying to get out of those woods and Mm -hmm. didn't last long in Mm -hmm. there and so People have asked Laz, oh, are you saying this is a, you know. Tribute. Yeah. And he said, no, absolutely not. I'm saying that guy. the opposite. Yeah. Was such a little crybaby that he couldn't survive seven hours when we're surviving 60 hours. Mm -hmm. Oh, and so three guys finished this race in this 
documentary. As of 2021, only 15 people have finished the race. The 2022 race took place on March 8th and did not have any finishers. And Lazarus himself has never finished the race. That doesn't seem fair. It seems like he would have burned down the woods if he ran through there with his cigarette. And, you know, (laughs) I just, I know he's a genius, but (laughs) I just, I just don't, um, I don't know. Don't you wonder how, how this became so popular and it's just like a cult, like people hear about it and they hear that you can't finish it. So they're like, oh yes, I can. You watch. Well, that's like in Amarillo, Texas. There's some like huge steak. Ew. It's like the the most oh, no, that's so awful. disgustingly large piece of meat that you cannot finish and some people finish it. <laughs> it's just And then they give you a free steak dinner after. To I think come you back get that for free if you can finish eating it. Yeah. And then otherwise you're just buying this big <laughs> 72 ounces. Ew. What? How big is a normal? Like eight ounce or something. That's so gross. It's disgusting. No. Any don't type of do it. E- eating, don't even eat eight of, ounces. Any type of eating contest. Like don't. I won't even tell you how an oyster eating contest goes. Have you ever been to an oyster eating contest? You just said you're not going to tell me. <laughs> Seems like you want to tell me. Because I was shocked. You know what they do? Cheryl. No, I don't want to know. <laughs> they put them in a milk gallon jug, just raw oysters filled up in gallon jugs, and then they chug them. <laughs> and you did that? No. For whatever reason, I went to watch it, and I regretted every moment. Because, you know, I won't tell you how they win. Okay, they win if uh. you don't throw them up. Okay. Well, Tig, I think that's and, it. And we can't talk about poop. <laughs> we have really ended this on a high note. At least we ended it. <laughs> Let's just say that people, when they finish this race, mm-hmm. they're usually very happy with themselves. Tired. <laughs> they're tired, but they feel like they've accomplished something and they've mm-hmm. endured. And one guy was talking about he likes it because... He thinks that everybody should push themselves to where they they sort of suffer a little bit and are uncomfortable. So I understand when, when that. they don't have that in their lives, they appreciate the easy parts. I understand that, but I think there's a civilized way of pushing yourself, <laughs> <laughs> like treading like water, treading water or cycling for- <laughs> uphill, or <laughs> doing the stairmaster for an hour. Pilates, yoga, listening to this show. Yes. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are listening to this show and working out or they're vacuuming or they're doing dishes. Or just, just making through making it through an episode of this show. Is <laughs> an accomplishment. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for our final thoughts? Yes, I am. It's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. Did you cry? I did not. No, I didn't either. I mean, I was happy for the people. Mm-hmm. Those little yeah. nerds. Yeah. It's definitely a nerd alert. When you start watching it, you're like, oh, my God. They're all running with Cheryl's <laughs> nerd glasses with the tape around the middle. 
<laughs> it's very sweet at first they you know and then you fall in love with all of them because they're sweet um oh who were you attracted to i always forget to think about that when i'm watching there were there were some attractive people in this mm-hmm. wooter <laughs> i can't remember a john you know john what? I, I didn't really get a real glimpse of her but i liked how supportive that wife was that was like running and like feeding him food bananas and yeah Yeah. she was so sweet and their kid was there and their kid jared i guess it was jared's wife yeah so maybe yeah i was thinking oh i like her vibe that's very nice and and just caring and yeah you know not somebody sitting back going oh this is this weird thing my husband's doing she's like i would be saying like, <laughs> she's oh, yeah it. this guy is coming in again i guess i gotta yeah. give him a banana i guess <laughs> i gotta give him a banana <laughs> that is it. that's it for this week's episode and next week we will be talking about lucy and desi which you can watch on amazon that'll be fun yeah tig before we go would you like to hear some true fan mail oh yeah always jen w writes Hey, Jen hey, W. Hey. hey. Wow, that was the best. I think that was the best we've ever done it. Well, it was the first time I really remembered to do it. To do it. Yeah. During your review of Glow, when Cheryl uh-huh. mentioned Jeanette body splash, <laughs> I was immediately transported to my childhood home and our linen closet where my mom kept her bottle of Jeanette. I just love the smell of it. I then recalled a terrible moment as an adolescent girl learning how to shave her legs with many nicks across my shins after a shower thinking it would be fancy to use some Jeanette. Cut to my mother running to the bathroom after hearing my screams, opening the door <laughs> opening the door with a look of horror at my attempt at shaving, followed by slapping on alcohol-based body splash on my bloody legs. Needless to say, that was it for my use of Jeanette. Wow, this ties in <laughs> to our episode this week. Maybe they should put Gina Tay on the um, marathon runner's oh, legs. Oh, those legs were tough. Um, one more. This is from Warren T. Hey, hey Warren T. Warren T. Hey. hey. Uh, hello, Tig and Cheryl and Mr. Thomas. Oh, I like that. The address of Mr. Thomas. Cheryl. That Madonna sex book is a collector's item and is worth around $1,000 on eBay. But more importantly, there are Madonna superfans that have been searching for that book for years. Maybe you could donate it to a local rare bookstore for a lucky fan to find. I look forward to your tangential silliness every week. That took a second. Thanks for entertaining us in these difficult and serious times. Take care, Wern. Oh, no. It's not. Oh, yeah, it is Warren. Warren T. It sounds like Warren T. Oh, it does. <laughs> Thanks, Warren T. Warren T. Warren T. Um, oh, well, I didn't know that. You're sitting on a cash cow. I'm sitting on a. a go- well, maybe I'll bring it. No. Can I do that? If I bring it to our live show and we can show some pictures, but then now am I promoting? No, we don't want to Pornography? Show <laughs> It's like we get hauled away <laughs> to a to a dirty motel, which is similar to prison. Would we have to keep our flip flops on to take a shower? Yeah. Uh, okay, well that's good to know. Okay, 
Well, since we're talking about collector's items yeah. that fans have or looking for, yeah. I was on the cover of Out Magazine, mm. and I never saw it, and I've missed the window to get it. Mm. And I'm wondering if anyone out there has a copy or an extra copy mm. to uh, send to me of myself. On It's a collector's item because it's for Star Trek. Okay. Also, I have a request. Mm. In my early years, I did an episode of Friends. And Brandon <laughs> And I, when it aired, it, my scene got cut because, um, oh, what's her name? It um, was bad. Re- no. Oh. Reese Witherspoon was guest starring the week after oh, so okay. instead of the tag i was only in the tag of the episode uh-huh. but instead of they cut the tag and they put oh next week you can see reese witherspoon but now when they show it in reruns apparently i'm in it because i'm oh. in the tag oh but i haven't seen it but once in a while someone will say oh i just saw you on friends okay so you want them to record it and send it to you <laughs> send me a vhs a vhs <laughs> Okay, well, now that we're talking about this, here's uh-huh. what also I'm looking for. Okay. In 1991, oh I saw this um, cartoon oh. of Woody Guthrie standing at a chalkboard, okay. pointing at um, words from his song. Okay. And then sitting in the front row was a Bob Dylan, mm. a student in the classroom, taking notes. And then next to Bob Dylan was Bruce Springsteen leaning over to look at copy his Bob, what Bob Dylan was writing. And then somebody was sitting behind him. I think it might have been Tom Petty or something looking over Bruce Springsteen's shoulder. And then in the corner, which I don't necessarily appreciate this because I am a fan of John Mellencamp, but John Mellencamp was in the corner with a dunce hat on. <laughs> what is happening in this classroom? Was this just a, was this just a joke? Was it well, just no, the- this is all like just how these different musicians were influenced by Woody Guthrie. Oh, okay. Oh, right. I keep thinking this was a real um, no, thing no. that happened. No, okay. No, this, this is, is a, a this is, this a, car- is an, a cartoon. A, a cartoon, an illustration of some yeah, sort. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so okay. And I can't find it. Stephanie's been looking for oh. it. If anyone can find it. Okay. Find it. Okay, find it. Well, well we've given our listeners a lot Yeah, they have do. a lot of work to do. <laughs> They have a lot of friends to watch. I want that cartoon framed and hanging in my house. I love it wow. so much. Yeah, We can find it. These guys can find it. Nobody has ever found it. I think even Thomas spent time looking for it, didn't Our you, years ago? Our listeners can find it. Our listeners yeah, can find it. Yeah, Thomas looked for it. Okay. All right, Snark Bulls. Snark Bulls, get on it. Yeah. And also, what you should get on is my tour i want to say thank you so much everyone that's come out the shows have been so fun a lot of snark bowls have shown so up. so many snark bowls have been showing up and just being so supportive but i'm coming to honolulu denver salt lake city houston um santa rosa santa cruz nashville birmingham ithaca amherst ottawa toronto wow the list goes, goes on, on and, and on. on. Go to tignotaro.com. Get your tickets now. Wow. Okay. Also, check out Star Trek Discovery. And Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. On HBO and HBO Max. Should we do it again? Yes. Let's do it again.
Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willette. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willette with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.